0: Kia ora, welcome back to Flying the Fern, powered by New Zealand Stories' Fernmark Licence Programme and produced by Raw Collective. This series is all about telling the real-life stories of well-known New Zealand businesses that carry the official Fernmark logo. We dig into how they came about, the challenges they've overcome, and their contribution to the reputation New Zealand businesses have around the world. Kia ora, on today's episode we have Karen Morell from Karen Morell Natural Lipsticks. Karen is a pioneer in natural, eco-friendly makeup, but it wasn't too long ago that natural products barely existed, and Karen is one of the reasons why it's become so popular. Working on the shop floor or in a big department store, it struck Karen that there was a big gap in the market for natural lipsticks that didn't compromise on quality. She spent years developing her own range and testing them on herself and her friends before creating her self-titled brand and going global. Using all Kiwi, all natural ingredients, Karen's lipsticks gained a reputation for their vibrant colours. She's been endorsed by the likes of Courtney Kardashian and she's cracked the glamorous beauty industry from little old NZ. This is a great story of perseverance and self-belief. And without sounding too cheesy, it shows how Kiwi companies can mix it with some of the biggest brands in the world. It's also a real-life example of utilising the global perception of New Zealand and New Zealand businesses to help a company grow. Well, kia ora. Good morning, Karen. Hello. Welcome. First question for you, if you have a guest coming from overseas, coming to New Zealand, what would you tell them is the must-do thing? What must they...
1: Take me out for lunch.
0: Where to? You got any go-to places? Oh,
1: uh, Usually I live in Takapuna, so I usually go down where um, Regatta is because yeah. I try to give them a feel of what my normal day is so normally we start with like a co- you know because I ease my way into the day Good and man. we ease our way into breakfast and let's face it when you've come from overseas you're exhausted from the flight so I'm not bombarding them so we usually just have a little coffee and a chat nice. and just start discussing things and then we might go to sort of a long where Tokyo Bay is maybe for lunch and have a bit of... Oh
0: you've gone straight from breakfast to lunch now too? Ah uh,
1: well usually we work in Takapuna sometimes we'll, we might tend so like I try To gauge how my customers are. And I am not the best driver in the world, everybody would admit. It depends how long I've known these customers. If I have known these customers for quite a while, I might take them on a little Drive around the city, around the waterfront. Nice. You know, a lot of the time you've got to remember that customers or clients are coming into the country and they're only here for eight hours. Sometimes they're here just for the day. It's not like prolonged visits. Really? They're not you on have holiday.
0: clients coming in just for like a day trip or a couple yes, of days. Yes, I've it. had
1: customers come in for three hours, oh. do the meeting, and just leave. Wow, uh, you've got really got to gauge. I think when you and how well you know the people, what their demand is. So you must you, have a bit
0: of pulling power to get people to come all the way to Aotearoa, New Zealand, just for a few-hour meeting.
1: Sometimes I think it's more our country's pool than my pool. You know, it's a chance to get in here and have a look around. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And, uh, and I think as well too, it's a special place to come. You know, when you walk through the doors and it's you, you hear all the singing and the birds, that's the start of when people arrive here.
0: Yeah, the visitor experience into the country right. is magical, isn't it? Magical. Mm. And, it's, and your whole business is around experience, isn't it? I mean...
1: Taste, it, touch yeah, and feel.
0: Yeah. Wasn't it sort of Coco Chanel who said something like, you know, in the factory we make um, makeup, but on the on the shop floor we sell dreams.
1: Yeah, experiences. So experiences. the lipstick's like that. You're not really dressed until you put your lipstick on and then you start selling emotion. But don't get me wrong, when that customer's there, I would love to say I'm selling to them. They're just really about the bottom line. You know, the people yeah. that come to visit me, it's all about bottom line. And usually that meeting only takes a couple of hours.
0: So it's business, business, but also experience.
1: Oh. Dep- here, it can depend on what type of buyer it is. Some people like to do that meeting and then they might just leave. And then that's why we would take them for a coffee or we might take them somewhere nice for lunch first. But sometimes they may like to go for dinner afterwards. It depends on your wow. relationship.
0: So take us back to the beginning of your business. So you you started creating lipstick. Why lipstick? There's a Is she?
1: I started in the GDC and I started with skincare and lipstick, okay. but the skincare at that time was priced around $45 and it didn't sell as well as the lipstick. So then I went around with lots of Grab Ones and Groupons and sold the skincare and reinvested in my lipsticks. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when it started to take off in the Asian market and we had the start of the diegos and that big adventure that it Just was. Just
0: expand daigo for people at home. So
1: the diegos were the, chi- we had a lot of, Chinese um, students here and they would buy in bulk and take back in their suitcases and then sell almost like an Mway sort of type business in China.
0: So you started up a business around this because obviously that's quite a big jump.
1: You started a business selling lipsticks. Yeah, so yeah, how did
0: you just get into the... Well,
1: I'd always been in... Well, I started actually in the fashion industry and got a diploma in fashion design and then I really was the most... I was a terrible terrible sewer and I used to talk the whole time and really I was fired for being so bad at it and I went and worked on the counter at Smith & Coe, and loved every minute of it. It was my favourite career of my life and then but I was always quite intrigued as to how long the product took, Estee Lauder got Clinique to New Zealand and how long the stock was yeah. and so then my first company was Skin Food, and um, that led me to start this brand and Caramaril and that's a you know, fifteen years ago, and wow. I was lucky that it. Sometimes the misfortunes turn out to be your fortunes, and when I was starting, it was when we were closing down most of our big cosmetic companies in New Zealand, like Nutrametics was starting to close down Shiseido, um, all of those companies were shutting down and at that time there were no lipstick manufacturers. And so I went over to Australia and to Melbourne and that's when I met my manufacturers and we started the formulation of my lipstick and they were interested. natural was just starting and they were interested in in that sort of formulation. They knew that there was an opening for it and that was the start of a really long, Long lunch, really a long, <laughs> long, long lot of cosmopolitans and lipstick choosing colour parts. Oh, it sounded like a
0: really tough gig, your job. But you've got this reputation now, as I understand it, for natural and vibrance, and you know this. this is that an intentional choice that you're making? You're trying maybe be
1: what you end up doing is a reflection of you. So I don't know that I intentionally went out to do that, but it's a reflection of maybe who I am yeah. and. Uh, the colours like as I said I've tried to do it other ways and I've tried to get people to help me do the formulations and the artwork but it doesn't work. It has to be the formula where I go over and sit with my colleague I've worked with for a long time. And we, yeah. you know, the, they actually say in the cafe, oh God, he comes a batch of crazies. And we sit there and we move, walk out and get the light. And we're like, well, we're going to be here a long time. So just How do you actually,
0: what's the ingredients that you're mixing to get the colours? Yeah. Colors so we like- use
1: two hard milk waxes, which are carnibia and canuba wax. And then we use beeswax. And then we put it together with some natural pigments and then the essential oils of avocado oil and uh, jojoba oil. And so they all fuse together. But when I started, I wasn't probably as intimate with this. And so then you get, and with lipsticks, there's a lot of testing. It took really two years to take out the dimethicone and all of the nasties, we so call it, and get the stability of what we have.
0: You've yeah. also done some work in sustainable packaging from what I understand too. Yeah, so
1: it was around, we started with PLA. That was a really exciting time until we bought out the world supply of it and had to reformulate. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think if I probably look at it in a different way now, there's always ups and downs that you sort of grab hold of and take it for as far as you can and then you've got to quickly change your plan. Yeah. Nothing seems to go just <laughs>
0: flat. business plans don't usually become business realities since Ah, yes, I trust. But you have managed to grow into other countries.
1: Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, and some of my happiest times and some of my greatest relationships have come out of, like working in China has been one of my, you know, maybe 10 years now we've had a sustainable wow. business in China, working with VIP, we still sell to today, JD.com, More. We're actually in um, what you call general trade, so we sell in retail stores now. Through China? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we have the Waffe and we have the general trade. And when I First was sort of told, oh, you've got to get a Wafi. I'd be like, what?
0: a wholly owned foreign entity, for yeah, those listening. Yeah, and I'd be thinking, you'd, the go company up, in China. you'd
1: go up to Trade New Zealand, which is really the best thing you could ever have up there, because they offer you support, go to your meetings. It's oh, support wonderful. that you don't get from other countries, which was really good. And
0: are they, when you go into a country like China, are they interested in your, your being from New Zealand? Are you a bit exotic?
1: Yeah, we're definitely, exotic. I like to think we're exotic birds, like the Kiwi, yeah. I'm an exotic bird, I'm a loud bird, um, <laughs> but then I've travelled with a few Aussies that give me a bit of competition on that. Um,
0: Apparently your Kiwiness was part of your positioning yourself as a premium brand, tell us a little bit about that.
1: My designs are always based on what I see. So, yeah. red shimmer, which is my number one of my number one colours, the Bahutakawas are on the illustrations. Right. So I've always been able to have those translated and talk about that in the media, which I suppose to me seems like normality. So I think you compete with yourself and you compete with that. I've never gone out to say, well, this is unique because it is this. It's always been part of me and part of my yeah. culture.
0: So when you when you for example with the red shimmer and the putakawa, do you talk about the flowering of the putakawa and what it means to us? I
1: spoke about when I started designing the brand. How I lived on Takapuna Beach. Yeah. And at that time I saw that flower. Or um, Carnation Miss was walking along Cheltenham Beach and it was in the fog, the the pink flower. So everything has a story and has and because I'm a New Zealander and I'm it's always close to my heart. Everything is close to that. Nice.
0: And you use the fern mark, you proudly Display the fern mark? No,
1: I call it the love
0: mark. Oh, okay. That's a new one. We haven't heard that before. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's the love mark. So it's, I suppose I call it the love mark because, you, you know, it's there with us, moving with us, and it's part of us, and it shows where we're from, and it shows all of our little parts of being unique to our culture.
0: Nice. That's beautiful. Do you get feedback around the love mark, as you call it?
1: We've had issues where we've had to fight our trademark. We were in China, as you know, trading, and then uh, somebody, a naughty person, tried to try us, which was interesting because it's in my name. And, you know, yeah. we went to... The firm mark actually held our, helped us and helped our case win it, and we took it to the Supreme Court in China. Wow. Yeah, so in that sense, it's sort of a bit of an insurance, I think. Fantastic. Yeah, I look, honestly... It certainly saved my name there, really. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah.
0: And the industry that you're in has got this amazing sort of reputation for glitz and glamour and, you know, high fashion. And even for me as a male, I'm, I think, wow, that, that's a cool industry to be part of. What's it like being a business in this kind of beauty space?
1: I've only ever been in my industry, so I don't um, think too much Of it, it's just what I do. But yeah, I love being in my field and I love the creative side and I love the emotion that you can put on a lipstick and it makes you feel good. It can change how you feel in an instant. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's like if you're, a say, a mechanic, the people you deal with have all got that common interest. That's the same in same my industry. Same sort of vibe in yeah. your industry. Yeah. yeah, No,
0: very cool. I'm not sure we men have that same sort of thing. I'm trying to think, is there a parallel mechanic maybe, but in terms of this common thing? Oh,
1: no. So yes. in my industry, it's men and women. Really? And that's evolved over my career now. It's sort of equal. Yeah, which has been a really interesting, exciting thing to see.
0: And now you've got a big... Call out a big Instagram plug a few years ago from
1: one of the Kardashians. (laughs)
0: That that would have been a dream come true. Tell us about that.
1: Oh, Oh, yeah, I was quite surprised. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, great.
0: Had you sent her some of your product? One of the
1: girls, so Laura in the office, sent her some um, lipsticks. And yeah, I was wrapped. It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you see a bit of an uptick in sales?
1: Yeah, we did. We did see a bit of uptake in sales. And actually, we, we're probably a little bit of a niche brand because we have a lot of makeup artists in America using our products on TV and um, a lot of programs on TV. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So we So we've probably got a little bit of that New Zealand understated in us that if every time something exciting happened, we rang the Women's Weekly, we would never stop. So we've probably got the opposite to what people would expect, but yeah, we you, we seed out to a lot of makeup artists and they use our products, so it was, yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah, so sometimes you're watching TV and you go, oh, that's one of mine. Oh, I few, so shade. there's a
1: few programs, big programs I've sat there go and Go on, thought, name drop, go on. Go uh, the Morning Show oh, with the, Jennifer oh, Anderson, yeah. You're joking. Yeah, so a few times I've sat there I I love and that night, program. Oh, I loved it too, Gosh. and they're doing season three. Oh, excellent. And I've gone, oh, I really like that lipstick, I really like that, so, and then the makeup Artists has come through and shown us photos of her wearing it. So, yeah, it's no.
0: Not- Jennifer Aniston, where's your makeup?
1: I'm not saying that, but I've got photos oh, of her being. Oh,
0: no. yeah, you're too understated. Yeah, I'd claim it if I was you. I'd stamp <laughs> it on the side of the of the box. Yeah, as worn oh, by the yeah, lady yeah, from yeah. Friends.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh, you know what? So it's cool. good someone like that wears it, but it's good that people in the street, you know, yeah, like there's yeah. a. There's a balance. Oh. Lately, we've had a lot of New Zealand films being made. There's a lot of cooperation with films. So we're yeah. using um, a lot of the makeup artists are using it in their kits. Because it's natural, um, you don't get the dry lips and stuff like that. So it's good. Yeah. I hate
0: that dry lip thing.
1: Don't worry. Yeah. I think we have a product for you. Oh, really?
0: Good. <laughs> That's really – what are you wearing today, by the way? You, I mean, you must – because your name's on the side of the tin. You must wake up in the morning,
1: oh, I've got to – I've really got to be so on so embarrassing. You know, you'll go to get a coffee in the morning after you've walked your dog, and you're like, oh, God, I've got no lipstick on. <laughs> um, it's whatever's in my car. Like, today I've got 05 lip liner on and 02, and honestly, which is Cardover natural, and honestly, normally it's just whatever's in front of me, like, uh, you'll find most women have four lipsticks, and that's all they'll use. Yeah, uh, depends w- what I'm doing. But I see.
0: I would have thought because you, you're beautifully dressed, and I thought you synchronised the colour of your lipstick with your clothes, which I would. Well, you do. You like do. not orange, maybe.
1: You do do
0: that. Yeah. But then so also to –
1: I've got like jars where they're all organized, you know, they're all sitting there next to flowers and so forth, for sure. But sometimes you do tend to just... just go, right,
0: need to whack on a bit of lippy. Correct. <laughs> Get into the supermarket.
1: Correct, correct, correct. And then you walk around and you're like, oh, no, I forgot to put some on. This is terrible. I bet, I bet no one
0: notices. I bet nobody would notice. Well, maybe you would, of course, but it's wonderful. Thank you so much for I've sharing really the story it. of your business and Thank your you. life. It just sounds like you're, you're having a wonderful time.
1: Yeah, it's like what they say. If you don't really enjoy your career, like you've got to do something you really enjoy yep. and then it's easy. But if you don't, it's hard for that eight hours every day. Thanks Be for coming in. No problem. Thanks for
0: flying the fern. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast series is all about highlighting the amazing work New Zealand companies are doing in a variety of sectors and spaces. If you like this episode, there's plenty more great stories from Flying the Firm podcast that you can listen to. Just go ahead and check them out where you found this one. We're also highlighting the Fernmark Licence Program, which we talked about during the episode. The Fernmark is our national symbol and a country of origin, Mark, that helps Kiwi businesses promote trust, authenticity, and credibility by leveraging the good reputation that New Zealand has overseas. To find out more or to apply to be part of the program, head to our website, fernmark.nzstory.govt.nz. And lastly, please rate, review and subscribe. It helps others find us. it rā for now.